Hello and welcome back to another episode of the EMG podcast. My name is Sam Boyassi and I'm the head of publishing at the European Medical Group. This week I'm joined by one of my colleagues, Louise Rogers, who is our content and editorial assistant and who you guys are probably quite familiar with now that you've listened to a few of these episodes. And she is joining me to discuss one of the biggest topics in the news right now. And I'm sure you've guessed what that is by now. Uh, it starts with a B, just to give you a hint. So yeah, Brexit and in particular, its potential impact on the life sciences industry. But thanks for joining me, Louise. How are you doing? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm very well, thank you. And I'm happy to be here. I always find Brexit quite a difficult topic to discuss. Um, And it's so hard to tell how it's going. You know how it's going to go at the moment. And there's those arguing for a no deal scenario, the deal that Theresa May has negotiated, a different type of deal. And there's even a movement calling for Brexit to be halted or a new referendum to be held and I don't think anyone can predict what's going to happen at this stage. I know it, it's it's many ways uh, in which it can kind of turn out this way and it's very difficult to follow in the news at the moment because there seems to be you know a new vote or a few votes going on a week uh, so it's kind of difficult to keep up and see what direction we're going into which I'm sure is something that people are sick of hearing about. Um, however we, we have kept a keen eye on all the Brexit announcements and updates that relate to the life sciences sector um, ever since the referendum all the way back in June 2016, which feels like such a long time ago. But essentially, so on on the 29th of March 2017, uh, Theresa May triggered Article 50, which meant that the legal process by which the country would exit the EU began. And this then set the original deadline of the 29th of March, which which was obviously just passed for the UK to leave the Union. And while while the Article 50 deadline has now been extended, we decided to honour this date by publishing an infographic detailing all of the key moments and announcements in that time in the life sciences industry. And you you can find that infographic on our website, emg-gold.com. But Louise, you obviously helped us with this infographic quite a lot. So what are some of the themes that we can can expect to discover? Yeah, there's quite a few themes that have been discussed with regard to Brexit and life sciences. And that's why on the 17th of January 2017, Theresa May identified science and innovation as one of her 12 negotiating priorities for exiting the EU. So one of the biggest topics is the regulation of medicines. We don't know yet whether the UK will remain signed up to the EMA or have a different regulatory regime. Mm -hmm. And this uncertainty is highlighted on the infographic and we show when the date when the EMA announced that it'd be relocating its offices from London to Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. Now, to maintain close regulatory alignment is in the interests of both the EU and the UK. And this was emphasized in a letter that was written to the FT by senior members of the UK government in July 2017 where they outlined the UK's desire to continue working closely with Europe on medicine regulation. This view was also displayed by Theresa May in her Road to Brexit speech, which was, I think, held around a year ago in March 2018. Yeah, and and linked to the topic of regulation, this collaboration between the UK and the EU and the development of new innovative medicines, I guess. And there's so much potential for new forms of therapies, thanks for new technologies, but maintaining those partnerships and that relationship across cross borders is, is crucial, you know, to ensure that these innovations take place. But but therefore, I think it was in October 2018 where uh, Nobel laureates and field medalists wrote to the Prime Minister and Jean-Claude Juncker calling for deal which allows collaborative relationships on sciences and innovations between the UK and the EU. And I think that letter also kind of stated the need 
for the flow of people and ideas across borders to allow the rapid exchange of ideas, expertise and technology. I mean, it's, it's clearly going to be a challenge in the post-Brexit landscape, uh, but it's interesting how so many people are, you know, clearly visibly worried about it. No, absolutely. That's right. And universities have also been warning about the impact yeah. at the beginning of this year, how the impact that Brexit could have on research. I think in December when the UK future last year, in December when the UK future skills based immigration system was announced oh, yeah. by the government, it highlighted potential issues that there could be in attracting and retaining talent in the UK life sciences industry post Brexit. I think ensuring that people in the sector can easily bring their skills over to the UK and vice versa is vital post-Brexit. So, so important. And I think another area that needs to be considered in a no-Brexit scenario, no-deal Brexit scenario, sorry, is kind of access to medicines, something that is worrying a lot of people. And we did include on the infographic the date when the UK Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, wrote a letter to Pharma requesting stocks of six weeks' worth of medicines. Mm -hmm. And patients in the UK will be hoping, you know, for an arrangement uh, to be made in which medicines are able to continue coming to the UK from Europe in a seamless way. And you can, you know, that's probably one of the main things that you hear about on news as well when it comes to healthcare. It's this kind of flow of medicines. And we also show in our infographic that there's plenty of questions that need answering with Brexit relating to life sciences overall. And we will, of course, be following the events ever so closely in the coming weeks and months or even years, who knows, to see what the outcome will be and, and of course, provide further coverage on this huge topic because although you know we only just recently published this infographic I'm sure a couple of events have already happened uh, like the vote etc on on, on, I believe it was Friday or something so yeah hopefully you guys will enjoy the infographic and find it quite insightful and please do share it across social media that's it from us this week feel free to join the conversation as I said and tag us on Twitter our handle is emg underscore gold and include any comments you have about this episode in particular as well But thanks again for for joining me, Louise. Uh, And thank thank you. you for listening in. And I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.